Hey everyone, just another reminder that Jeff Stormer of the Party of One podcast will be giving out a special two-pack of Silhouette Zero and Party of One buttons at Gen Con. For more information, follow him on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Also, Silhouette Zero is closing in on the end of Season 1. As we prepare for Season 2, we've decided to start a Patreon. For more detailed information, uh, listen to the end of this episode, or you can just check it out at patreon.com slash silzero. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. Silhouette Zero, Episode 46, The Slaver on Naboo. Having agreed to steal an experimental fighter from the Galactic Empire, Kobe and Jinko have snuck onto a Naboo landing field to steal a suitable transport. Will they find the right fit? Or will Kobe visit every ship to see what mayhem he can cause? Hello and welcome back. I am your host and GM Chris Ng. This is the player, my brother Matt. Hello. And uh, last we left off, our destiny pool was four dark side, two light side. And uh, Kobe just uh, met a couple of Jawas and got semi-control over about 100 maintenance droids. Sweet. And Jinko and Kobe have taken it, taken it upon themselves to countermand Click's attack plan, and they're just going to try to swipe this starfighter before any of the shooting starts. Well, they're, they're probably still thinking back to the glory days of when they just took the pod racer. <laughs> It's hard to live life when you've had those highs. So the scene begins in the center of a uh, main cargo bay and maintenance hold of an L of an L two seven eight three deep space recovery vessel. Uh, at the set, at the table are two Jawas. One is wearing a comically large translation helmet that takes up over half his body. The other holds a small handheld translator in her hand. Jinko still has both of his blasters drawn although they are lower and at his side and kobe has plugged into the holographic projector so that he can model whatever it is he needs mm-hmm. on the projection right now is a gozanti class imperial armored transport that is parked nearby so what do you already know of this gozanti transport well if you ask me the thing's a junker they've had maintenance shuttles going in and out of it for days whatever's wrong with it must be pretty bad other than that, it's just basic Imperial stuff, you know? Just uh, a lot of stormtroopers, a lot of security. I mean, they definitely didn't want to talk to me. Yes, I told you that before you decided to try it. Well, hey, look, if the main station wasn't going to buy the Chromium, maybe he was going to buy it. For what? I don't know. I don't know how these Imperials think. Clearly. All right, all right. Manage counseling later. <laughs> what else do we need to know? Um, well, Kobe's gonna want... Kobe basically needs to know how many people are still on the ship. Um, because the instructions said that they were there for repairs and for pleasure. Um, so there probably is a lot of shore leave going on right now. While they're stuck in dock. Huh, that's a fair point. Well, I don't know, we haven't been counting heads, but... Did seem like a lot of stormtroopers offloaded a while ago. So Kobe needs to figure out what the damage on the ship is and then find a way to take it from the Imperials. Where to get all the Imperials off of it? Okay. Our major problem right now is that none of us can convincingly pass as an Imperial agent. Any ideals on that front? Uh, well... We can stand on each other's shoulders. No, no. Kobe sighs and changes the screen from the Gozanti to the Consular. 
<laughs> you want that ship? Want one. I don't understand. So Kobe's pretty... I like to think that what I think of, Kobe's probably thinking of too. Yeah, he has that sort of mind. Yeah. I would agree. So if I was puzzling together that it's probably clones, <laughs> and someone is being clever, Kobe thinks there might be some clones on there. Aha! And so he wants to go in and get a clone to act as an Imperial officer. So, can... so you want us to go and take another hostage? Momo? I have two hands. <laughs> How are we going to secure these two while I go get another hostage? Um, he has the lifter droid come back in. <laughs> Alright, that'll work. <laughs> Kobe picks him up and walks into the container. So they're inside the storage container, but still <laughs> suspended midair. Does Kobe, like, seal it off? Yeah. Okay. He laughs while he does it. Okay. Okay, so are you just going to, like, keep a security droid here to inform you if they escape? And you come with me, or are you uh-huh. just going to stay here? Uh-huh. Okay, you're coming with me. Uh-huh. Okay, good. I feel a little better about that. I don't know why. Is there anything else you want to take, make, break? Okay, um... Well, first he wants to lock the ship down so that people Easy can... to do. There is no one opposing you at this point. Yeah. So if you want to, like, take full control, like, change all the access codes... Yeah, that's basically what he wants to do. You have plenty of time, so that, that can be done. Um, he's also going to set up the security measures inside the ship, um, just so that it pings him through the comm channel. Done. Cool. Um, yeah, and I, I want to build him, but I can't think of anything worth building. So no, yeah, that's it. All right, here we go. You head across the field to the next one over, where the consular ship is. Please roll a group stealth. Okay, so two yellow, two green, versus what? Uh, just two. Uh, two success. You pass by the same guard who is completely asleep <laughs> you are now within uh the exterior range of the consular ship there are a pair of weakway guards loitering about they're not on high alert but they look capable enough mm. okay um yeah this is really jinko's part now and if it's weakway they're probably slaves um, are you half... checking knowledge or yeah half well no okay so we're going to be doing a sort of intuition thing have Jinko roll his either Xenology or Knowledge Underworld to see if he would think that they were just automatic, if he would just believe they were slavers. The roll will be a yellow and a green against two purple. Failure and a threat. How should he know? They're stupid Weequay. <laughs> Hate Weequay. Ugly. Weird yellow skin. Face like leather. Jinko doesn't like Weequay. Um, can we try to do another slicing now that we're close to the ship? Oh, uh, you don't have that transmitter Oh, right, that right, right. Thing. Okay, right, got it. Huh. Well, I could lie to them, fake them out, or shoot them. No, it's just, we're going to do the lie approach, so. All right, here we go. That's a yellow and three green. Versus what? Two purple. And I'm going to say, nah, just going to do that. Success with three advantages. Hmm? All right, is this the location of the meeting? The two weakway glance at each other. You're here to see the boss? Of course I am. Why else would I be here? 
Are you here in an imperial capacity? Do I look like an imperial to you? I obviously represent something else, don't I? R- right, yeah, uh, sure. Just uh, head on in. She's at the, at the command center. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go with you. I know how to get there. Sorry, sorry. Um, with, one adv- flaps on. with one advantage, Kobe's just going to roll in with him. Yeah, no problem. Oh, that was easy. Now what? Um, would Kobe have gotten a schematic of the ship when he first sliced in? Uh, let's see. Well, he intuited that the cargo configuration was different. Here's what I'll do. Can you roll education or core worlds uh, at a two, but you get a blue Okay, I'm going to do education, which is one yellow, three green, and a blue versus two purple. Uh, three success and two threat. Yeah, you know where the additional sectors would be. Okay, um, Kobe's just going to start heading down that way. All right, Jinko follows, no problem. Uh, someone passes by, it's another weak way, they ignore you. Uh, no, that's fine. Okay, as you approach the, how many threats did you have? Two. As you approach the doorway that would lead you into the cargo area that would contain these extra individuals, there's a Gamorrean guard standing there. He does not yet see you, but he is standing there. Okay. Um, is there an access panel nearby? Let's see. It's the interior of a consular ship? Probably. Star Wars logic would dictate that there are tons of these panels around. Um, okay. Kobe wants to slice in to see if there's any alarm systems around. Okay, so computers against two. Crap. Three success and two advantages. There is, but you can turn it off. Uh, yeah, he's going to turn that off. Um, does the Gamorrean have a... Uh, is there a guard schedule in there? In the system? Uh, <laughs> uh no. Okay. Um, is the Gamorrean pacing around at all? Nope, just standing there being a Gamorrean. Do I have access to his personnel file? No. I'm trying to find something to do with my advantages, dang it. You turn off the lights. Yeah, I was going to do that. But I've done that so many times. Yeah, fine. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Kobe will be cliche. The Gamorrean seems concerned for a moment, but then does not move. Because he's a Gamorrean. Um, I could shoot him? Uh-huh. <laughs> he nods. I'll, I'll stop him. How about that? Oh. Alright, so it's three yellow and a green. I'm going to give it against two purple because uh, I'm going to use both guns at the same time. Four successes. I'm going to go ahead and do this cinematically. A pair of stun rings waver through the darkness and the Gaborian falls over unconscious. <laughs> um, Kobe's going to open the door. The door opens. The light from the interior pours out. You hear several gasps and then someone go, Huh? A droid? You see about 20 people in this room, all of varying ages and races. You're not great at at organic ages, but maybe the youngest is nine and the oldest is in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look ragtag. Like, there's no uniformity between them at all. Some of them are wearing fine clothes, some of them are wearing ragged clothes. None of them have any equipment. They all look weakened, though, like they haven't eaten much in a while. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What are you doing here, droid? Jinko, oh, go ahead. Wah, 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 wah. He's like, who are you? Where are the clones? Jinko swoops in, blasters drawn. All right. Um, where are the clones? Clones? There are no clones. 
What are you doing here? If you work for that horrid woman, tell her to criff off. Just shoot us now. I'd rather die than put up with this nonsense anymore. I'm way too old for it. Hey, hey, easy there, Bothan. I can make that happen. A tiny Twi'lek girl taps Kobe on the shoulder. Oh? Are you here to save us? Oh. Uh-huh. Yay! Uncle, uncle, this droid's here to save us. Uh, easy there, easy. Um, I, you'll have to excuse my niece. She gets a little, uh, excitable. Are you really here to save us? Why are you here? Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we thought there were clones, and we thought you could help us. But, uh, hey, we're here. We already broke you out, so... Oh, 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 oh. He's like, they can still help us. <laughs> yeah, you can't unspill the blue milk, so we're just going to go with it. Uh, Kobe's going to hack into the system again, or slice. Yep. Um, and... Hmm. Is there a way for him to see how many guards there are? Actually, no. Is there a weapon cache somewhere? Okay, uh, two, please. Computers. Two success, two advantage. Okay. Kobe is already aware now that this is not an actual consular ship. It's not an actual anything. This is the ship of a slaver of some sort. Right. So Kobe's mentality ships. He says, this is not going to be organized like, here's the shift rotations, and... This is our protocol for storing weapons. None mm-hmm. of that stuff's going to be on the computer because they're slavers. Uh-huh. So he starts analyzing the data he can get from the internal sensors. Heat signatures, uh, security cameras, that sort of thing. And he finds rather easily that there is a room that uh, is normally in the armory. Still looks like it's the armory, although it's not very well kept. There's just stuff piled in there. All sorts of gear. Okay, and how far away is it? Uh, let's see, cargo bay, armory. Um, it's probably up a couple decks. Mm, okay, so it wouldn't be now. Did is did they have to change decks when they entered the ship to get to the cargo bay? Uh, I'm going to say because it was landed, you probably boarded on the lowest deck, so no. Okay, well, a mob of people can stop two weak ways, even if they are armed. This is true. And it's a lot safer to just go storm the two guys out front and run than it is to go up a couple levels where there's probably more people to get weapons to come back down and give to them. Does Kobe tell Jinko that there's a weapons cache? No, he wouldn't. Well, what do we do? Whoa! Kobe heads in the direction of the, of like, where they entered. Oh, Jinko sets his blasters back to kill. <laughs> a few people run up near kobe uh probably the strongest two which aliens are they um keep in mind wookie would not be allowed i wasn't thinking wookie anyway um give me a duros okay and a nautilon oh perfect really so kobe <laughs> leads the charge right uh he rushes down the the gangplank does he do anything as he's heading down um he's still trumpeting like a charge trumpet <laughs> yeah like that (laughs) the nautilon makes a flying leap across the gangplank onto the first and nearest weak way roll perception please two okay perception is one yellow two green versus two purple fail but an advantage roll another perception uh same roll but a blue three advantage two success and one advantage and how many of that was on the blue uh two advantages Oh, see, there you go. It helped. 
Kobe remark uh Kobe finds the Nautilon's leap interesting, although Nautilon are very athletic. Mm-hmm. He takes a look at the Duros, curious to see what he's gonna do. The Duros just puts forward his hand and the weak way flies about twenty feet through the air. <laughs> oh god. Run! Run you idiots! <laughs> uh so are they rushing toward back to the hauler? Yes. The deep space one. All right. Oh, God. All right. Uh, (laughs) How do I do this? Roll a stealth. Uh, Group? Yeah. So, Jinko's group self. Uh, One blue, one force die. And I'll hand you one. Uh, You'll have to roll it separately. Um, And. uh, I do. Against two purple, two black. Just for the sheer amount of people running through the the area. (laughs) Uh, They kind of landed on themselves. Did they work still? I don't know. Try it. Five successes and a threat. And two light side points, so that's seven successes. <laughs> the countermeasures that Kobe put in place are seem to be enough, and the fact that the two slaves or the two captured individuals took down the weak way without firing blasters means that no one has yet been alerted to the escape. The sleeping guard continues to sleep as 20 individuals of various <laughs> ages and races rush by and pile onto a jawa deep space salvager yeah, don't say pile you make it sound like it's small you you already established that this thing holds like 200 people oh yeah oh, yeah. oh i see what you mean so yeah the 20 people stream on into the deep space salvager they're panting and look frightened and confused why are they on the ship why are there so many droids who is this strange toy darian with a couple of blaster pistols <laughs> kobe looks up jinko kobe looks up to jinko nervously <laughs> like he feels like he's done too much oh we are definitely way out of our league here oh, oh. uh he changes the screen to the blockade runner <laughs> no we are not definitely not doing that <laughs> All right, get our Jawas. Lock the door. <laughs> he does so. He raises the plank and locks the door, opens the cargo container, and lets them down. Hey, look at that, guests. What exactly are you two doing? Are you just going around freeing things? <laughs> that seems to be our mode of accomplishing this task, yes. <laughs> the three that step forward from this group of refugees is a Twi'lek, the Nautilon and the Duros. They take a seat at your table. Reezy uh, is wandering about her ship trying to gather up all the rations she can. They don't have a lot. There's only two of them. Mm-hmm. But she's taking what they have and distributing it amongst the the prisoners, particularly to the children and the elderly. Right. Making sure they get their fair share first. So you've got those three and Uziel. I'm sorry. And Uviel. And you two are sitting at this table now. My name is Jim. I am from the planet Ryloth, as well as my niece. I am Watmo, says the Nautilon. And I'm Fed, says the Duros. We did not know each other before this event happened. We were simply captured one at a time by this horrible, horrible falling slaver. Oh, Griff. Uh, by the, uh, the name of Orin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she uh, works for the huts. At first, we weren't sure what it was that attracted her to us, but... A few of us have a better understanding of our talents than others, Watmo says as he he looks at Fen. Fen nods. Yes, we are all Force-sensitive. We have been brought to this planet 
by a slaver because she believes she can get a great price for us from the Empire rather than to turn us over to the Huts. But from what we understand of what is going on, she has not been able to meet with anyone that will take her seriously. I suppose a notorious hut slaver claiming that she has 20 or so force sensitives in her cargo container might be a little bit uh, hard to swallow, as it were. Um, Kobe starts laughing. Um, he's because again, it's Kobe. He, he doesn't really want to stay for the exposition as much as I want to. Um, he's going to try to obfuscate his communication channel. Uh-huh. To the best that he can, and drop an anonymous line over to the blockade runner, stating that the that the hut slaver uh, Orin is at the consular vessel. Oh, you make really interesting to- choices every single time. <laughs> All right, let well, me think this through. Well, here. if you remember in that one episode, the ten lots were like, "Oh, she's with the huts." A hit against her is. Helps us at all for you know, for everything. I'm gonna flip a dark side. Okay. To Kobe's surprise, someone replies directly to your channel, even though you're attempted to obfuscate it. It's the voice of a human male. Who am I talking to? Well, <laughs> I'm a droid. Well, isn't that interesting? I would like to. So you're telling? I'd like to ping see where this is tracing back from. Uh, yeah. Well, it's to the Corvette. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry for inter... I know you're trying to hide your location, droid, but uh, my name's Mal. Mal Henna. And uh, you're telling me that the slaver Orin is in that consular ship? Uh-huh. Right now? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, all right. Well, good. That means my tip-off was correct. Happy to be hunting her. Oh. Bounty hunter, you see. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do me a favor. I'm going to give you my calm frequency. Uh-huh. You spot her, you tell me. Uh-huh. I'll cut you in on it. Oh. Uh-huh. Thanks, droid. What do I call you? Uh-huh. Kobe, huh? All right, Kobe. See you around, I hope. Uh-huh. Transmission ends. <laughs> in the meantime, you see Jinko is fluttering in the corner, rubbing his temples. <laughs> This is why I'm not the captain. This is why I'm not the captain. This is why I'm not the captain. Um, he tells him. He tells Jinko exactly what just happened, like what he did and what just happened. Kobe, would you please stop meddling <laughs> with every ship that we've seen? <laughs> it is not mandatory you interact with everything possible. <laughs> but he does point out the fact that there is a, a hunter looking for Orin and like his information. Okay, that's good. That could help us out. I agree with that. So, good job. <laughs> but he just, good he, job he just on enjoyed get... piling on the fact that he's like, this is why I'm not the captain. And he goes, oh, hey, I contacted the Ten Loss Corporation <laughs> to tip them off, and they found out who I was immediately. <laughs> okay, good job on getting Ten Loss onto Orin. Good job on getting our droid army. Good job in enlisting a group of Force-sensitive warriors. <laughs> Now, we have a couple of logistical problems. Firstly, I don't know how any of these people are going to help us. Secondly, we have no weapons for any of them. Um, This is the part where Kobe starts explaining to them. His plan is he just needs one humanoid force-sensitive that's strong, like that's decent, Uh to pose as the Imperial officer as they go on the Gazanti. 
Um, the reason why they need a strong force sensitive is because they're going to need mind tricks because they do not have any way to mimic official Imperial orders. Um, and it, okay. And in exchange, you will give us our freedom. He tries to explain that uh, they do have, that they are working on getting contacts with the um, rebel Alliance. Listen, we, we're not really an organized crime group. We would give you your freedom whether or not you help us. We're not slavers. We're not really... I don't even know what we are anymore. Oh. <laughs> All I know is that we need to steal this important prototype from the Imperials. And our friend, he's going to probably get himself killed if he tries his plan tomorrow. So we need to steal it right now. With whatever we have. Because that's what he would do. He would just take whatever he had and he would make it work somehow. Well, well, well. He's like, what? we've taken a lot so far. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are asking you to risk your life for no apparent reason. We can just leave you and these Jawas and let you fly away right now. Well, but please. They're not gonna fly away at our ship. We don't have the resources. Quiet down. We'll just get rid of all this chromium. We'll sell the chromium for half price and then buy it rations. Sell the chromium for half price? You know how much this stuff is worth. Oh, God, please. Move <laughs> On, I'm begging you. On Naboo or off planet? <laughs> I want to help. Everyone turns to stare at the nine-year-old Twi'lek girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, if you want someone who can manipulate the mind, there is no one better. What? She's very gifted. Extremely gifted. In fact, I myself, I don't even know if I have Force Sensitivity, but when the Imperials came to our planet to take us, she convinced them that I also had the power, so that we could stay together, that perhaps I would find a way. Oh. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I'm flipping a dark side for that. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, that's a really good one. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Shrugs. Well, why not? I mean, what else have we gone gone right today? <laughs> so it will make her checks harder because instead of just convincing them that the person they see before them has the proper paperwork, she also has to convince them the person they see before them is actually uh, an imperial officer, like physically looking. Yes, but the force power that dictates that is not influence. Oh no! It is misdirect. Oh, so we can actually just sneak around. Well, Force Misdirect, on its lowest power, uh, makes her actually absolutely invisible. Okay. Oh, okay, so we can bring someone that looks like it, have her do her thing in the back, right? Well, and then if it's a little bit stronger, what happens is she warps reality. You see things that aren't there. Okay. It's not a, a matter of mind trick like uh, influencing them to we're like an imperial officer you're an imperial officer type thing like they actually physically see that as something different okay so uh before you attempt this could you uh roll a group knowledge check for me of either education or core worlds between kobe and jinko um well what are jinko's stats uh actually he has nothing special in he only has two intelligence no ranks no ranks in... Well, it only has Underworld, that's it. Mm, you said Core World or Education, though. Right, so, so, so just give yourself a blue. Okay, so I'm going to go with Education. That is one yellow, three green, plus a blue versus what? Four. Here. 
we go. One success, one advantage. That's okay. a lot of symbols. Kobe takes a minute. It looks like he's staring at the wall again as he digs through his vast memory banks, which have never been erased. Things get muddled in there. There's so much information that he has to sift through. But eventually he does find enough Imperial Protocol knowledge that he stole from somewhere, or maybe even it was programmed into him, he doesn't know. I like the I like the thought that he's got too much now that it's all just sort of like amnesia like amnesia based knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> like I know this, I don't know why, but I know it. He can probably tell the girl, whose name is Derry, by the way, that I'm gonna spell it like the milk, by the way. Fine. It's D-E-R-R-I, but fine. You tell, uh, you could probably tell Derry what you need to do and say to pass off as Imperial as you move forward. Okay. So I can probably have just, like, a little, like, data pad on the back of me. Well, she could probably hold the data pad, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not unusual for an Imperial officer to hold the data pad. So. Yeah. What's the backup plan if this doesn't work? He points to your guns. <laughs> right, of course. Um, um Uvil, is, do is you have there... anything... Go ahead. Is there a, uh, an inventory of the dro- types of droids that he has? Uvil? Yes. As long as it's maintenance and it makes sense, it's there. Okay. There's a hundred, so I'm not going to make a whole roll table for it. But right. If you want a welder droid, there's a welder droid. Well, because like, I had that remote earlier, and that's not a maintenance droid. Sure, but security, that makes sense. So he has security droids. I would say so, yes. They're not good. Right. They're there. Right. Uh, no, actually, I don't want to do anything with those. I, I have Jinko continue what he was saying. Do we have anything that could be used as a weapon? Uh, do we have tools? Go arc welders? I think we could scrounge up a couple of blasters here and there. Okay, hold on. Oh, no, you have another plan, don't you? I want to build something, but I want to see if I have anything that lets me build. No. What are you trying to do? Okay. So... Here's my thought process. They have a bunch of maintenance droids. He said he can get maybe a few, like a blaster or two, right? Uh-huh, a couple rifles. Right. They need additional firepower. Kobe wants to make a, his own version of a flim flam. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, here's what I will do for you. <laughs> so Tazi, as a... Outlaw Tech has a talent called Contraption, Mm -hmm. which if she does a hard mechanics check, she gets to build whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, here's what we'll do. I will let you do the same thing, except there's a black. And I'm going to ask for a a force flip to attempt. Oh, yeah, fair. Definitely. Okay, so we're back to three to three. So a black um, is mechanics. I can remove blacks. Oh, criminy. <laughs> <laughs> three yellow to green versus three purple. Mm, fail. Fail. You just don't have the right blaster parts. You know, we could just get Flim Flam. Well, no, he's like further away, and then you have to use him. No, remember, Flim Flam has auto-targeting mode now. Oh, does he? Yeah. It's two to two, or it's it's two green to whatever blaster check you're doing, but... Yeah. Okay, here's what I think. Here, here's my plan. I like this plan better. You, me, and the girl, we go in and we try to convince our way through, right? Uh-huh. This deep space recovery vessel has a couple of turbo lasers on it. Oh. So, if that doesn't work, we just shoot. 
and we make a crazy escape. Oh. You guys, you open fire on us, try to help us out as much as you can, and then you leave. Ugh. I cannot leave with my without my niece. Well, fine, and you wait nearby then. Hide in the bushes. Keep that napping guy company. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to take, make, or break? Well, I can't make things. Um, we just learned that. <laughs> um, okay. So, you're about to leave. You prepped your data pad so that you can transmit information directly to her. Mm-hmm. She is having a moment with her uncle and with a bunch of the other force sensitives. Jinko uh, kind of sidles up to you. You know we could call for the others. Oh. I know, I know. We Click would hate it. Reina would yell at us. Tazi would freak out. Um, Kobe's actually nervous about this plan. I think he would. I think even he feels like he's gone way too far. <laughs> like he's way over his yeah head. he's like i don't know what i'm doing right now i'm sending a small child to maybe her death <laughs> all right who do we call oh, oh click i don't know every time i have to call someone with bad news i always start with tazi <laughs> oh oh he likes that idea you patch her through uh, hello oh. kobe do you know what time it is it's is it a video? Can it be a video? Sure. So he, she sees Jinko and Kobe standing inside of a cargo bay with a bunch of like maintenance droids walking around, and like in the background <laughs> you see a very touching scene between like a nine year old three leg girl <laughs> and her uncle and a bunch of of random aliens nodding sagely. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding their hands out, like <laughs> trying to channel the force into her. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's two Jawas in the. What are you doing? Where are you? Oh. Oh. He hides behind Jinko. Uh, yeah, let me start from the beginning. <laughs> Find out next week to see if this call pays off. Additional sound design and that really cool song was created by Danilo. Find more of his work at Flow on Twitter. That's at D-A underscore N-E-E underscore F-L-O-W. You should hire him for stuff. He's a great guy. Okay, everyone. Let me tell you about Patreon. I love doing Silhouette Zero, and I love podcasting and telling stories, and I want to do more of it. I want us to have a better website to pay for our hosting and upgrade and update some of our sound design and music equipment. I also want to do more written content. Uh, specifically, I like to write out some modules, uh, adapted scenes from Silhouette Zero episodes, uh, and some custom rules that we use here so that you can use all of that in your home game. Originally, our goal for Patreon was just $30 a month, but some of you wonderful, wonderful people have already met that goal, so that means our hosting fees are already covered. So thank you, really. Thank you so much. Uh, we've updated our goal now to try to get to $50 a month, which will allow us to upgrade that equipment. We're really starting off small here, so we only have four tiers of support. You can start by just doing a dollar a month, which really helps out so, so much. So thank you very much. If you donate $2 a month, we will give you the Sil Zero Scoundrel Shoutout, where we say your name at the beginning of a Season 2 episode, along with your new... Uh, alter Persona NPC character. So it'll sound something like, 
Thanks, Leslie, who is a wily boffin droid technician who once beat a Wookiee at a drinking contest. So, you know, you get fame and a new character idea all at the same time. For $3 a month, you'll be part of the Sil Zero Schematics, where you'll have access to my Season 2 GM notes and copies of our customized rules uh, that I've made for Silhouette Zero over time. The GM notes include NPC stats, adventure hooks, roll tables, anything you can use for your own home game. And uh, you also get to see ahead of what's going on. You know, spoilers and all that. You also get a Sil Zero Scoundrel shoutout. For $5 a month, you'll be a legitimate freightsman. You'll get access to special game modules that I write. Uh, some will be based on the Silhouette Zero scenes. Others are just completely independent ideas I have. Uh, you'll also get Sil Zero Schematic and the Scoundrel shoutout. And lastly, if you really want to, you can donate $1,500 a month to pay Matt's rent. And he says he'll be your best friend. He said he'll text you, tag you in memes, offer you advice, listen to you vent about your day. Uh, if you're in town, you can crash on his couch and record an episode of Silhouette Zero as a guest star. And you'll get the other tiers, too. Uh, this was his idea. If you like the show and you want to see it grow, please consider donating to Patreon. If you don't feel like that's the right thing for you, then maybe consider leaving a rating or review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get this podcast. The more reviews there are, the more people find the show, which is another really important way to grow. Regardless of whether you do any of those things, thank you for being a listener. The adventures of Click, Kobe, Jinko, Tazi, and Reyna give me so much joy, and I'm glad it can do the same for you. If you have questions or comments, get in touch with us on Twitter, at Sil0Chris, or at Sil0Matt, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O, or email us at Sil0Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and may the Force be with you.